mind. Hello. Hello, Hello. church. We're uh, back. We're back. Um, and hey, um, wanted to, uh, one of the things that um, I think is important in seasons like this um, is to uh, feel our feelings. <laughs> um, because when we're having a lot of feelings, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on. Um, and there's a lot that is happening that is, uh, uh, ex- uh causing us to feel a sense of loss. Mm-hmm. We're losing things that we thought were going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, it can be, it can feel like little things, but just, you know, we were having a conversation with somebody the other day who just said, going to pick up some stuff at my kid's school and just the empty hallways was sad. It was, it was, uh, it was hard to be, be there, uh, Mm. and be, uh, in that environment where this is not what we expected, uh, to be happening right now. Um, that these, these hallways are not filled with children, um, doing, you know, making, making noise and all the things that children do. So, um, I thought we could maybe just, uh, have, uh, an episode here where Matt, maybe we talk a little bit about what we are lamenting in Mm. this season. Um, I think I spent the first two weeks of this whole thing with adrenaline running through my body. Mm. I, I tend in situations like this, Matt, I know you know this about me, but I tend yep. to, I tend to overfunction. I tend to like put my feelings aside and get to work. Yeah. Okay. What do I need to do to take care of everybody that I love? And so mm. I feel like I did that for two weeks and then my body was like, all right, I think we've had enough cortisol. Um, for now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I kind of crashed. Uh, it was like March 6th through March 20th. And I crashed on the 20th and I was like, Oh, I am so tired. Um, and I'm beat and I feel like a little nauseous. I think that was the cortisol <laughs> mm. anyway. So I like, I just started noticing, I was like, okay, I've been on like, uh, I've just been on like get things done mode for two weeks. Um, and, and I need to do something else, but I felt paralyzed because I, I did what I knew, uh, sort of what my body just kind of goes into, like get things mm-hmm. done, help everybody out, make sure things are happening, make sure everybody's okay. But yeah. I, um, uh, I realized that um, there's probably more to come, you know, like the economic fallout. We don't really know what's going to happen, but, you know, something's going to happen. They're yeah. passing this huge stimulus package that, they're, you know, they're trying to save the economy and, you know, all this stuff. And so, so um, but I felt stuck between the two ditches that I felt like were unfaithful. One was just to sort of ignore it and hope it goes away. Hope everything's okay. I don't know. It's too hard. I don't want to really think about Mm. it. I'm just going to numb out, you know? And then the other option was to freak out. So like numb out or freak out. And then, and the freak out option was just to like fill my mind with fear, get ready for the worst case scenario, batten down the hatches, you know, the zombies are coming. I'm being extreme, but those felt like two unfaithful options. And I wasn't sure how to actually with, you know, if I'm just going to, if I'm going to, how do I faithfully move forward? Cause I know not just sort of taking care of it, but I have to pay attention to what, how I'm doing and I have to get ready and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, I, I think for me, it was a breakthrough to realize, uh, that I have to lament. I have to grieve what I've lost and yeah. what we've lost. Uh, in this season, um, and that through grie- grieving feels like a faithful way forward because it's it's letting go of what I'm powerless to change, and moving through a, a season where I 
that that is lamenting is is letting go of those things and being sad letting myself be sad that i don't have what i used to have that i'm not going to get what i was hoping for um and then trusting that on the other side of that is hope on the other side of that yes. is creativity is yes. now oh maybe here's a new possibility so anyway so it felt like yes. you know the two ditches are trying to grab for possibility without lamenting or just despairing because, you know, we just dive into this hole and we're never able to get out. So anyway, yeah. I think lamenting is a, is a faithful posture. Ben, I have a me. question. Yeah. What's the difference between despair mm. and lament? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. I feel like I feel the difference between the two. Um, but I don't know how to describe it very well, but I'll give it a try and, Maybe you can help. Um, I feel like despair, there's something about, there's something about despair that is actually an avoidance of lament. I feel like despair is the end result of avoiding lamenting. I feel like lamenting is actually feeling the loss acknowledging the loss and then like you, you kind of like you give it to the Lord in whatever way you need to. You give it to the Lord, you acknowledge the loss, you say this sucks and I don't like this and I mm. wish I had this, that, mm. but I, but I don't. Hmm. And there's a, there's a, there's a, you meet the Lord in that place and he hmm. weeps with you, you know, as we read in the gospel this past <sighs> Sunday that he weeps with us and, um, and we're able to receive from him uh, in that space. But despair feels more like a, a leaning away from the Lord uh, in the midst yeah. of the, my grief and sadness. It's a way of avoiding feeling grief, I think. I think despair is the end result of <clears throat> not feeling those things. I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting because I was, I was telling you earlier today about this uh, little uh, daily reading thing I, I have. Um, called The Book of Awakening. It's by a guy named Mark Nepo. And mm -hmm. uh, he talks today about this. Hmm. Can I read you this short little thing? Sure. Can I? Story time? Story time. Uh, it's just March 26th, and the title of this is Feeling Your Feelings. And he quotes uh, someone here, Gita Bellin, the fastest way to freedom is to feel your feelings. And then he says this, this sounds pretty simple, but though it's easy to know you have feelings, easy to know their weight and agitation and suddenness of mood, it is another, more subtle matter to feel them. That is, to let them penetrate your being the way wind snaps through a flag. This is necessary because if we don't feel our feelings all the way through, they never leave us. And then we do all kinds of unusual things to get out from under them, this is the cause of many, of uh, many addictions. I've diverted myself many times by becoming involved in what surrounds my pain or sadness while never feeling the thing itself. So when someone else asks me how I feel, I wind up retelling the circumstances of the pain, but not feeling it or strategizing what to do next, but not feeling it or anticipating reactions, but not feeling what is mine to feel or swimming in the anger of injustice, but not diving through the wound. Though we fear it, 
feeling our feelings is the only clear and direct way to free our hearts of pain. Hmm. I think there's something about faith and facing things. Like when I hear him talk about this, I hear him describing like facing your feelings is, is kind of what you're describing as lament, Ben. Yeah. Or feeling your feelings is what you're describing as lament. That's why I wanted to read that. Because mm-hmm. uh, it reminded me of what I, yeah, of what you were saying. Yeah. So it almost, it's almost like despair then is the result of not feeling your feelings. It's an, it's an accumulation of many unfelt negative feelings. If they never leave you unless you feel them and allow them. I wonder if despair is the result of a lot of unfelt feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I've realized for me, this is, a, this is a path forward for me. It feels like hope that it's, oh, that's something I can do. And so I, I spent some time praying this morning, um, and I, I asked God, I said, bring to mind what I need to, because I haven't been in touch with my, 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 my loss, my grief. I haven't yeah. been in touch with it. Right. I've been so busy. You know, I've been like taking care of everybody. Um, so I asked the Lord, I said, I need to get in touch with this. Can you help me to help me feel what I... Uh, have lost. And I, I just wrote, I wrote a lot of that, a lot of things down that I miss, um, that I'm, that I've lost in this time. Um, and one of them that I wanted to mention is just an interesting one to me. Um, as we've been taking our services online, um, it's been nice to have a, the ability to connect, you know, see faces. That's been good. Yes. Um, but one of the things I miss is because there's a little bit of a delay, we can't, we can't read together. We can't sing no. together. And one of the things I realize that I miss is the need when I'm leading a prayer, the need to listen to how others are following. If they're coming, if they're, if they're, if I need to slow down my leadership, if I need to speed mm. up my leadership based on how other people are responding. You know what I mean? Like just in, as we pray, for example, the prayer of confession, all these prayers that we pray like together, I'm realizing that as I'm leading them, I am speaking and I'm leading and I'm trying to, you know, project so that people can hear me speak, but I'm also listening Mm. for how people are following and I'm listening. And I realize like, as I lead these prayers, sort of trusting and knowing that y'all are, and I can see your lips moving on the screens and I know you're saying the (laughs) prayers, Yeah. but but one of the things that actually uh, hurts me is that I can't hear you. I can't hear you pray with me when I lead in prayer. And so I'm, I'm sort of like, I feel off balance as I'm leading prayer. Cause I'm like, is everybody, is everybody with me? And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. I, just have to, I just have to guess at what our cadence in prayer is. But I feel like we've done this week after week for so many years now. I mean, not that many years. We're still a young church plant, yes. but we've done it enough that we have a cadence. There's a cadence to our worship together and our prayers together. And I, I realize one of the things I'm lamenting is that I, I don't get to hear that right mm. now. I don't get to hear it. Mm. That doesn't even, it wouldn't even occur to me, Ben, to lament that mm. without you saying it. Yeah. You know what, I, you know what I'm lamenting? You know what I, what you, you know what I miss? What do you miss? Um, like human touch hmm. like touching people yeah yeah I miss that too I wrote that down hugs giving, pe- giving people hugs yes handshake I, I, I thought um, I had this like fa- like little daydream fantasy 
uh, when was it? Yesterday. Of like, what will it be like? What would it? What will it feel like the first time I get to shake someone's hand after? Yeah. This and will we? Will we? Depending on how this lasts and what sort of new habits form, will our culture move away from shaking hands from here on out? Yeah. You know? Will we be will, scared of it? Or you know? Yeah. Will there be like a, a deck? Will there be a generation of people who stuff their money under their mattress rather than trust banks? <laughs> right. You know, will right. we have that kind of reactionary sort of habitus? Generation of elbow bumpers. Or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I think a, a lot of people, you just, take, you just take it for granted that you can give your friends a hug, that you can shake hands. Um, and yeah, can't do it right now. Yeah. So it's sad. So anyway, I, I, you know, I don't know if we need to say much more about it, but I, I guess I'm just in touch with that. And I'm aware that that may be some work that all of us need to do is to feel our feelings in this time. Um, as we settle into however long this is going to last, um, feel your feelings of grief and loss. And I wonder what, what, maybe just ask our people, like, what are you lamenting? What are you in touch with? Yeah. 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 And that, that would be great just to share, uh, you know, however you want to communicate with us. I mean, you could email us, ben at the tableindie.org and matt at the tableindie.org. Um, or, you know, post it in GroupMe or something like that. Yes. But just a, a way for us to share. We, we also um, are planning or trying to work out a way to have like a, some kind of, we met as a vestry uh, last week and just did some of this. We said, you know, how are you doing? We did a little check-in and people talked about what they were lamenting, what they were yes. grieving. And yes. it was so healing. Yes. Both to be able to say, you know, and, and have other people bear witness to my pain, but also to bear witness to their pain and just to see faces and to, and to say, you're not alone. So we want to provide some kind of a, um, a way for others to do that as well. So look for that coming in the email or on group me, some kind of a virtual gathering where we can share what we're lamenting and what we're uh, losing. And, um, anyway, so it's important. Feel your feelings, church. God's with you in the reality of it. Trust that. And, uh, that there's hope on the other side of daring to feel those feelings. I know it's it's scarier for some of us than others. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but you will not be consumed. You will not be overwhelmed. The Lord will be with, will be with you in it. It's safe to feel those feelings yep. and to move 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 on from that. Yep. So. All right, church. Be well. Peace. Talk to you soon. Bye.